There we go. Oh, there we go. Can you see me? Is you a little dark, sir? A little dark? All right, I'll, I'll be where I'm at in like one minute. Hold on, I'm in the okay, car. Okay. I'll be where I'm at. All right. No doubt. How you doing today, my brother? Man, bless, bro. How's everything? Oh, man. You know, I'm Ohio. Uh, starting to warm up out here a little bit. It's raining <laughs> out in C and Cali. Okay, so you living out there now? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, we're going we're gonna to start. I want to welcome everybody to Conversations. We got the legendary Father MC. Yeah, on the West Coast now. And um, I want to start here. What what made you move out uh, to Cali? Man, I, I just, I, the weather. The weather. The weather. I can't, <laughs> yeah, no more walking into my waist of snow. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> and and, and it's, it just feels good. feels right. Now I know you've been out there um, working hard. Tell right. tell me about the project you got going on, my brother. Well, I got a situation. Um, I got my own label situation popping, and I got it's called F Media Core. You know, I I abbreviate it by just saying F Media. But um, we got we getting ready to go out on the road. It's about to be nuts. I got I'm working with um BNGB, you know, from Hammer's Camp. Yeah. You know, she's down. She's down with the core. You know, and we have like amazing artists. When I say amazing artists, I mean amazing artists, man. It's 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 nothing like working with him. I got this one cat named J Love. He's um to make he's Belize, but he does you know the reggae stuff. His right. Stuff is bananas. You know, if you ain't if you ain't in the reggae, he gonna make you get into it. He be jumping and flipping over stuff. And then I have Claude. I have Kenny from As Yet. You know, we signed up Kenny, the bass tone singing guy from As Yet, which he's okay. incredible. You know, we have, have um Slay, Sahara, Chase, my females off the chain. So I'm looking forward to it. It's a new thing. We we drop in something in June, July, you know, hopefully in June, but definitely July. So, you know, I'm gonna be there in a few minutes where you can see me. It's just that it's dark in it. We in the Okay, okay. And, and when I say it, my word, if I say I'm going to be somewhere or be at you, I got you. I'm going to be there. Oh, no yeah. doubt. No yeah. doubt, man. I'm saying you're a busy man and you be having a lot of things going on, especially you got your own camp. You man, know what I'm saying? That's crazy. That's a lot of responsibility. Man, I never knew what I signed up for. This thing is crazy. I mean, you got <laughs> a lot of meetings, Sony. I mean, it's everything that 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 is cracked up to be and more. And it's the game moves different, so you got to be able to maneuver with it. Yeah, you know I mean, so it's it's crazy and crazy nights. Like I'm I'm a studio geek, so but right. I mean the way it is when you got deadlines now and you got to meet them. You can't I can't do the artist thing like I used to do, and you know I got to look at both avenues and see what makes sense and and what you know what's what it is. Mm. So so um, how, how do you feel about? Oh, having that pressure and responsibility now. I mean, it's cool because I'm doing what I what I want to do. And before, with the Mary and the Jodices and Dave Hollisters and all the cats that I, I really got in with, um, it's it, it's it's a different it's a different day. It's a it's my, my thing. You know what I'm saying? Back then, I was happy. Then right. I was happy. 
And, um, you know, not say happy, but I wouldn't say happy. I would say, I was, I was, um, I was, like, it, it, it benefited me as Paul MC. Right. Not as, not as a CEO. You know, now, this, now tell me this. You worked with one of the most incredible men I've ever heard of. Okay, at uh, uptime. What what is it that you took from Andre Harrell that you're using now? Everything, everything. I'm rocking. I'm rocking the new everything. The the, the uh, I'm rocking the new everything from from uptime. <laughs> you know, I just. Doing me and trying to make it make sense. I'm in the Benny Hunters. Okay. So, so you pretty much just, just taking the whole blueprint. Yeah, I'm taking the blueprint because I was a part of it. I was, you know, basically Uptown was, um, we were people, we were the soundtrack of people's lives. Yeah. Growing up. But now what I'm doing with my label is doing the same thing. You know, giving them great music. It's great music. Man, I, I remember that first Uptown compilation album, man. That was the morning. <laughs> we had fun doing it, too. We did that out here in Cali, the MTV Unplugged. Really? really? Yeah. Oh, wow. So, in true Andre Harrell fashion, it's not just music, but you're also presenting, I would say, a lifestyle. A lifestyle, yeah. Yeah, Uptown was a lifestyle. It's no question. Oh, I mean, there was, okay. there was Motown, you know, Def Jam, then came Ali, Uptown. And Uptown was a lifestyle. We had, it was a, a, a dressing thing. It was a, a fashion that the flyness, the, the everything that you couldn't even assume or just imagine. It was crazy. Now, and I learned through all of that. I learned through everything. Watching them build I'll Be Sure, watching them do Die, watching them do, you know, Keith Sweat, Teddy Rally. And then when it was my turn, I saw it. I was like, wow, I was ready for it. Is that what you're trying to uh, do with your artists? Is that what you're instilling in them, that, that's, that same type of vibe and mentality? Absolutely. What we're doing, a lot of labels don't do artist development. And that's what we're doing because we're trying to create superstars. We're not trying to create one-hit wonders, man. We're trying to get people careers in the game. You know, look at Mary. I started with Mary in 1990. I got signed in 89. I put first record I bought was Jodeci, Treat Him Like You Want to Be Treated. Second record, second single was Al Dufy. Mary's still relevant to this day. One of the most important in to this day. So, I, you know, I'm trying to do that with, I'm not trying. I'm doing that in the process of doing that with my audience as we speak. Okay, that's what's up. So what was your introduction into music? Like, let, let's take it all the way back to, to you over you. What church. was it that got you into music? Church. Church boy. Church, church. Mom kept us in the church. <laughs> and, and, and we just, you know, we had that as a tool. And then we take the church and, and, and make it like, uh, we just put our own twist to it. And make yeah. it easy. Yeah. So, so you was in the choir and all that, huh? Well, I wasn't in choir. I got kicked out of the choir, like in the church. Like I was trying, I was trying. My grandma was, you know, she was all one. And, and 
she said, oh, God. Anyway, I got kicked off the park. It's some beautiful women in church. Yeah, there's, there's some beautiful evil women in church, too. Yeah. yeah. Definitely some church. Yeah. So, so what what were your um some of your three influences as as far as being an MC? What was my uh, repeat that? Who were some of your street influences as far as being an MC that, that made you want to rap? Man, I was a whole different like different guy when I started rapping. I, I was I was um I was a street dude, you know. I was I got kicked out of Brooklyn. I couldn't go to judge. You know, I had I caught my first case at 16. So the judge, one of the conditions, the judge threw me, you know, I couldn't go to Brooklyn. So moms moved to Far Rockaway, Queens. And um, I thank God because that judge actually saved my life. Mm. She saved my life. And, you know, and I thank God for that because I was definitely on the wrong ticket. I was on the wrong track, you know. And the stuff I was rapping about back then, Andre and Puffy, Diddy, they called me to a meeting and said, yo, you got to change up, man. <laughs> and I was, I had a record called, um, it's my turn and I'm here, you know, and they say, I'm, um, they, I remember they, they like, yo, we put this record out, if it flops, we drop it. But if you do what we say do, we think you can become a star. And I listened to them, and I became a star. Yeah, he just blew up. What was, what was one of the hardest things about being on Uptown, or, or was there any, would you say? The jokes, the jokes. We just, we was a joking team. We, we joked all the time. We, we, <laughs> if you had hit records, you had a good time. If you didn't have hits, you were like, Whoa. And it's like, we never had a flop. Like, Uptown, with all the artists, we never had a flop. Never. So it, was a, it was a big party. It was a big party. Yeah. So, so how, how was it when, 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 like, when Diddy left? What, what was? Do you think the vibe had changed? Did that affect anything with you? Like when Diddy had left uptown? We had fun with Diddy. Uh, me and Diddy used to always bug out. We bug out in New York. We bug out in Cali. But we in Cali. Um, when he left. It was it was felt definitely, but you know you still got to go on and do what you got to do. That's that's what's up. Got just got to keep it moving. Right. So, so so through all this time, what what has really been would you say your greatest motivation? You know to keep doing music. To keep doing the music, uh, well, this is something I love to do. You get what I'm saying? So at the end of the day. What, what kept me is wanting to give birth to new talent. Mm. Wanting to give birth to new talent. You know, like me, BNGB, we just finished doing some stuff with her. We did a gospel record that's insane. Wow. It's, and and BNGB doesn't sound anything like she sounded before. It's like okay. she's still a beautiful woman, but her, her, her talent is crazy. Mm-hmm. So, so where where are we gonna see you at? Like, like you got any shows, tours? Where, where yeah, are we gonna see they, you at? Yeah, they're actually putting the dates together as we speak. 
like today. Like we got so far, I know we got Tampa. Uh, my promotions department, uh, marketing department, Marie. We got Tampa, Orlando, Atlanta, and Virginia. So far. Okay. So we just, you know, where are you at? Where are you located? I'm in Ohio. I'm 45 minutes south of Cleveland. I just did a show with Joe to see in Detroit. Me, Joe to see and so for real. And then, okay. turned, and then turned around and we had to do Sacramento. And it was me, voice the men, shy and high five. Okay, yeah, I'm right here in the football hall of fame city, man. Can't know how. Can't know how. That's what's up. Yeah, That's what's up. man. And definitely, when we come to a town near y'all, we definitely gonna link up. For sure, for sure, man. Oh, we got Columbus in the house. Somebody okay. from Columbus. Peace, uh, peace, Columbus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what, what what would you say is, is the biggest difference between when you got in the music game and the music game the way it is now? Wow. Um, when I got into the music game, it was different because we had a lot of, like, you had to have your own staff. Loyalty was key. It's none of the snitching stuff that's going on. If you, was, if you got into something, you have to live it out. Or the, the game has changed. Everyone sounds the same. I don't know who's who. I have no idea. You know? Yeah. But, but the thing of it is, is, my mom's probably felt the same way about when I was out. <laughs> so, so I can't, you know what I mean? But it was like, when we was out, we had to, you had, if you was in the best, best MC, or you was lyrically, or some type of marketing, like the gimmick you have to have you know, to do something, because he wasn't yeah. just letting you win, you know, and the difference now is, is that, uh, you know, it's the kids out here, they, you know, you can get a bigger bag now, you know, you can get the bag bigger, quicker, but it's still the work, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to allow you to do what you do when you do it. That's what's up, that's what's up. And what advice would you have for any aspiring artist trying to get into the game right now? Keep God in your life, man. Put God first. Because it's crazy. It's crazy out there. You know, it's crazy. You know, don't don't sell your soul to, to, to get this fame, man, and then get killed or go to jail. You know? You could be an artist and you can write. You could be an artist and you can write the fairy tales of the street life. But if you ain't really living that, don't do it, man. And if you are living it and you getting out of it, let it go. Let it go. Because it's crazy when you're sitting there and you have memories of what you were doing. And they giving you they giving you football numbers right now. They giving you jackets. <laughs> they ain't giving you like no slap on the wrist. They giving you jackets. They getting rid of who they really want to get rid of. Yeah. So, you know, and be careful on this Instagram stuff and Facebook. Don't put all your info out there. Because this is the biggest time. This is the point right here. You know what I mean? Yeah. They turn yeah. around and you will look at you telling on yourself. So I got to tell these brothers, be careful, man. It's real. No doubt. No doubt. Well, man, I want to thank you for your time because I know you're on the move. And we've been working this out. And I appreciate you, man. I got you. <laughs> I told you I was going to show up. God bless, man. God is good. Absolutely. Hey, like I said, when you're in the area, man, get at me. We'll link up, man. We'll build. Right. All right. right. You Take it easy, man, and God bless me. Thank you. You too. Be safe. Hey, for the interview.
Sí. Okay.